Brainstorming and sharing ideas is the funnest part of the creative process. We decided to skip the boring part of actually making stuff and just do the fun part. I'm your host, Tom Walma. And I'm Dustin Cole. Casey Curran. And I'm Darius Walker. And this is Creativity Wasted. I've thought over the years about, like, I don't do camping, really, because I don't have any close people in my life who like camping. But I was thinking about, like, tents and, like, air conditioning and, like, tiny houses and, like, using tech to make camping less annoying. And I had the idea, if you had, like, a tent that was pretty insulated, if you entered and exited through the top instead of the side, it could, like keep cooler air in or if you if you open like the door of a tent maybe you can try to squeeze out and not let air out but it'd be better like a chest freezer if you could just climb in the top of a tent and all of the air would stay in especially cold air but it'd be really weird to have a tent strong enough to climb in the top but then i thought why can't you just sleep in a chest freezer (laughs) Like have like <laughs> so that that's kind of my idea is like a chest freezer camping. So you have like a special chest freezer that allows you to breathe. So it's like a box, an insulated box, and it just it fits in the back of a pickup truck. And it could either be for two people, like wider than an actual chest freezer, or it could be like just like a normal sized chest freezer and you could have like the refrigerating element built right into it because mm-hmm. really the, the only thing for camping, I mean, you want to be outside anyway, right? That's the whole point of camping. But if you're trying to sleep and it's too hot or too cold, that's the annoying part. So you don't need like a full RV. A tent doesn't keep you comfortable to sleep. So this it seems silly at first, and it is silly, <laughs> but why not sleep in an insulated box instead of a tent? You don't have to put it together. You could build refrigerant in a battery in it. Chest freezers are super energy efficient. They could probably have a battery that could run it for a few days. It's like a third of the electricity of a stand-up fridge. Make it uh, solar-powered while you're camping. Yeah, you could put like a solar panel mm-hmm. on top. I feel like Epstein had something similar like this. I think he called it a kid's meal. <laughs> uh, kid's meal. So so it's it's essentially just like a, a sensory deprivation tank that you're portabling around? Yeah, I guess. With refrigeration. Maybe you're not floating in a water like a sensory deprivation tank. I suppose you could. Right. I, mean, I, was even... thinking, I was just thinking about the physical structure of it and like the size. I don't know how big a sensory deprivation tank is, but... Uh, big enough to get in. But I, I, I was picturing, like, a chest freezer that you would have, like, at a house, not, like, a giant one from for a store or something, but, like... Like one you'd find in your garage to store it, like, meat, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Mm. And then I thought, maybe you, you have a special top for camping that allows you to breathe and... Maybe it has a solar panel on top. So you use it. It's an actual chest freezer. It'd also have to have a battery. You put it in the back of the trunk and you sleep in it for camping. 
But then when you're not camping, it's in your garage used as a chest freezer. It's like a dual use thing. Gotcha. Hmm. Now, would somebody be able to fight you to be able to sleep in your chest freezer? <laughs> yeah, but you'd have to fight in the chest freezer. It'd be oh. like a, a post, like cage match. Cage match. Yeah. I mean, I've seen the and, telephone box once. It gets interesting. In that case, being tall might put you at a disadvantage. Have you heard of Karjutsu? Yes, no. I've watched. I've it's, watched. Is it fighting in a car? It's it's a real sport that people do that where they're, they're, the two people start sitting driver's side and passenger side of a car and they have like a fight and seatbelt. Like a, a, a seat and they have like a jujitsu fight in a car. See if they can tap the other person while in a car. And you can use a seatbelt to choke someone out. Yes. Which sounds like an idea that would happen on the show, but it's not. It's a real thing. <laughs> Yeah, I would watch that. Yeah, I'm definitely going to YouTube. What's it called? You said it's called Karjitsu? Karjitsu, I guess, would be... He's going to look it up right now. (laughs) It's it's ridiculous. So let's let's abandon that. I'm sure it's hilarious, funnier than my idea, but let's let's get my, bang my idea out. Sorry, it just 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 the tangent just re- reminded me of the of, of the karjutsu thing. But like a space heater, or I mean a chest freezer. Um, space heater, words, chest freezer, dual purpose, dual function. <laughs> I did not intend to say the word space heater, but it, uh, that was a total if, brain malfunction. I mean, what if you're camping in the cold, though, right? Don't you want that possibility? Like, people camp on, like, fall retreats, winter retreats. People go, like, freaking fracking ice fishing. You you take that thing out with the ice fishing, you sit in your hot little box. I did think about that, and I I thought, well, maybe the, the refrigerant is built in and the battery's built in, and if you wanted... Those space heaters are quite small. You could have a plug-in one. You wouldn't have to build it in. You could just have it in your little sleep area. Try not to touch it and burn your face. Maybe have a little compartment where you can stick it where you're not going to touch it. I also thought, like, trucks have that little thing that sticks up in the side where the wheel well is. So maybe the bottom of this thing could leave space for that wheel well and then... Next to the wheel well, that's where the battery and the coolant is. So it's below you. So you're raised up a bit. Okay. okay. So, so this is supposed to be a dual purpose thing where it's a chest freezer at home and a sleeping device while camping, right? It could be. I'm a little flexible on it. So I think the, the problem you might run into that's with a- that is like if you're using it as a meat freezer at home, your meat doesn't need to breathe. Uh, but when you're camping, your meat needs to breathe. Uh, so, like, how do you make it so, so that it's safe to keep food in at home, but then you can breathe air? Because otherwise, it's a coffin. I already mentioned the the dual lids. So you, you have the normal gotcha. chest freezer lid, and then you have the camping lid that allows you to breathe. And then I thought, well, I don't know if you guys have heard of the Cyberlander. Basically some guy designed for the cyber truck, the Tesla cyber truck, like a camping thing, like a pop-up camper that that's tailored to fit exactly the dimensions of the cyber truck trunk. And I think people have started to copy that for normal, like F-150s. So they're making a product that actually exists. 
Yeah, yeah, the Cybertruck isn't out yet, but uh, I mean, that is a real business with pre-orders and everything, but yeah, the Cybertruck isn't out yet. Right, so I'm, I'm saying the person who made a thing for, an accessory for the Cybertruck, <laughs> man, you're you're really... Yeah, somebody copied it and put it out in the in the world for the trucks that actually exist before right. the, the original idea actually that's, that, that's, came that's out. very funny. But the problem with that is, okay, every truck has its own dimensions. So there's tons of different models that they have to come up with. Where if you had like a chest freezer type thing, you could have like the Cyberlander like, that pops up so you can sit up in it. Um, you wouldn't have to make it fit every different type of truck. So there's that. Um, yeah, I think I hit most I, of my notes. Any, any other comments on that? I don't think I would get in it just because like we were saying during the landlord discussion, I'm six foot three, 350 pounds. I think you're going to have this be real popular with the with the small people like Darius. I think and pedophiles. Darius, <laughs> people who want to move dead bodies maybe. Yeah, uh, I love this. Human smugglers uh, gonna be real big with them. Uh, I, I feel like we're just naming the same group. Exactly. Uh, yeah, people might smear this as that, but I mean, vans exist. Yeah, you created the most efficient cage of all time. It sounds like. But yeah, it's, it's like, like, wait, yeah, can this thing be locked from the outside? <laughs> oh, that sounds bad. But if you can breathe in it, I mean, trunks no, exist. It's fine. If you can breathe, it's fine. It doesn't matter. But that means your screams can get out. <laughs> so it's not like totally oh. ideal for creepy shit. I mean. Yeah, but when I it's freeze? going 90 down the freeway, you can scream all you want. <laughs> well, and there's also normal chest freezers that people could put in their trunk. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, you just put them in with a bunch of normal chest freezers, and then which one are they screaming from? You don't know. But, uh, okay, so my other thought was, like, a normal tent, it's not wind-resistant, really. This one is. It's not really, like, rain-flood-resistant. This could be. This might even be strong enough to, like, protect you against, like, a bear attack. Like, can a bear breakthrough like a chest I, freezer i would love that to be the marketing on it like this might protect you from a bear attack <laughs> no no guarantees but try it give it a whirl see if it gets more than safe. a 10 i want to see a live uh a live test of this they put it on a screen and it's like here we have someone you treasured and loved so much and they're getting here's what i want this. you to do tom tom take this on to shark tank that's what i want to see I want to see Mark Cuban just eviscerate it. <laughs> it's, uh, you, you can turn this into a... I'm going to have a guy dressed show. like a bear. You get somebody in one of these things with a bunch of food in there as well, and then you release the bear. On Shark Tank. <laughs> like, in it the would, room. It would be like an actual shark cage, like an actual shark tank, but, like, for bears. Oh. And so the bears would come up <laughs> And, like, trying to get into the cage to get the person and get the food. But apparently this is a bear-proof box, so there's nothing to worry about. Um. <laughs> well, it, it would, uh, I don't know about bears, but maybe mountain lions, uh, bobcats, uh, wolves. 
I'm sharks. more confident sharks. <laughs> I don't know yeah, if you would, if it was we'll thrown in there. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, so what sort of uh, depth can this go to? Can, is it underwater submersible? Can you can, can like a little submarine? I thought about that. Would it float? I, I don't know. I, I don't think I would trust it because waves and whatnot would, yeah. would be a problem. Otherwise, they'd be big in Cuba. <laughs> yeah. That, that whole smuggling business. Instead of life rafts, you just have a bunch of these. People get them. We have them. revolutionized both prostitution and human smuggling. I just want to <laughs> throw that out there for the group. But yeah, for, for tents. I'm not sure, like, whenever I was camping, like, as a kid, we went camping. We didn't, like, hike two miles and then plop our tent. We just drove to a campground, and Mm -hmm. the camping site was, like, within 20 feet of the car. So this, I mean, it's, like, a normal chest freezer is heavy, like, 100 to 150 pounds. This would probably be closer to 150 because it has to be big enough for a person Maybe you could make it a little less insulating than a normal chest freezer to get the weight down. You could take the lid off to get the weight down a bit. Uh, but again, you want it to be used as a chest freezer at other times, too. So it would have to do both. Yeah, maybe it's slightly shittier at less energy-efficient chest freezer. <laughs> or I don't know, maybe it's made out of things that make it lighter. Whereas normal chest freezers, that's not even a consideration, really. Not at all. So maybe there exist things already where you could make it easier to carry and still be nearly as insulating. You could probably just use it as a box at home pretty easily without complication. I just had an idea that popped in my head. Like if there was a wildfire, you could get in there and it could insulate you against the wildfire. You could put it outside of your house and get in it. So so is it spark proof? Yeah, I was going to say, then you'd still be breathing in the fumes. I don't, I don't know if you'd build everything in. Maybe you could stick, like, a scuba gear in there. In case of fire, like in an airplane where it's got the drop-down mask, it's got one of those. In case of fire, you put that on. So outside of the box is fireproof, and you've got the little oxygen mask come on. So you breathe in oxygen instead of smoke. Yeah, maybe maybe. And you then I a- guess you wait out the wildfire at that point in your toasty I- little oven. I think most of the time, because they like firemen have these like fireproof tents, so you just lie on the ground and it's like silver looking. And the fires, I think, tend to pass over you within like an hour or so. Like they just sweep through real fast. So I, I don't think that would be a problem, to be honest. But yeah, I mean, the box would be super heavy. I thought you could have like poles where you, where you could carry it like on your shoulders, two people. So it'd have like a built-in carrying mechanism. Uh, I thought maybe even the poles could stick into the back of your truck, like where the back window is. And so if you if you hold the poles up high, it slides into the truck. Or if you lower the poles, it slides out of the truck. So maybe you could come up with some sort of gizmo to help you lift it in and out of the truck, just using some like pole mechanism. So it's not quite as crazy to um, expect people to pick up this 100-pound thing. and Or you just camp in the back of the truck. You just leave it there. Hmm. You just drive to the campsite, <laughs> and you just sit on the picnic table and have your bonfire, and you don't even have to set anything up. When you need to go to sleep, you just get in it in the back of That's the That's probably what I truck. would do. I just leave it right in there. 
Especially if I was going to a regular campsite. And yeah, you could, uh, instead of having an RV, so you have this, it's like your sleeping pod, but you have a little more room in your pickup truck. You could have like, you don't have to be inside when you're cooking for the most part. You could cook like outside. You could have like a little George Foreman grill or an, like a cook on the bonfire. You could have like a one of, like one of those toilets that mount to the pickup truck hitch. <laughs> Like the the toilet seat, and you just shit through it onto the floor. Like so, you you could have like other stuff. Like you could do most of your shit outside instead of in an RV. The only thing you really need comfort for is the sleeping part. That's the whole point of camping. I I understand how this would protect you from the elements while camping, uh, but would it protect you from uh, being? an embarrassing cringe lord in the eyes of everyone else who's camping would it protect you from their insults as Absolutely they're like hey, not. hey weird guy with your with the cooler that you're sleeping in uh we're camping like normal people do and you're being the weird one i think if i was camping next to that guy i'd be like yeah this guy's a serial killer we need to find another campsite immediately but what if the top half was like the the pop-up tent thing so no, the bottom half is cooler. The top half looks like a tent. Tom, if somebody less. if somebody shows up at the campsite next to me and climbs in a cooler to sleep, I'm like, all right, we, we got to move. We got to run. <laughs> we got to get as far away from this place as possible right now. This is the start of a scary movie. That's a good point. I yeah, think I, people I would, would judge, but if you literally ran away, I, that's pretty cowardly, especially given I, how big you are. <laughs> I think you're not afraid of a guy with a, with a lame tech gadget. People are judgmental when like you bring uh, uh, certain amenities to camp. I mean, this would be on that list for sure. That'd be like top three in that list. Well, like number two being like handcuffs. Is that a thing that you've seen at a campground? Handcuffs. What? Yeah. I don't know how, why that came up in conversation. Oh yeah, it's just I think that'd be a top three thing. You see, like you see that, you see handcuffs, and you see abnormal amount of melatonin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think you might call it good. You might call it good there. Speaking of handcuffs, if you What's were going to have in a campground, in a busy campground where the tents are really close to each other, maybe being in a soundproof box might be a little more private, you know? Yeah. Or I might just come there with a, a big upside down pineapple. I don't know. It's like uh, the Mile High Club, but tipped over. But it's, <laughs> it's only soundproof from the inside, though, right? You can still hear what's going on inside from the outside. Yeah, it's only soundproof the wrong way. No, I, I guess it's probably not soundproof because of the breathing holes. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they're definitely able to hear you masturbating in there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Is it big enough to have sex in? Well, I, I thought, well... Because I just have sex, and it's not that bad, even even as a, as a big person. Yeah. <laughs> it just it just took it down. The risk assessment just went from here to, like, here. <laughs> well, like, so I thought, well, chest freezer is, like, the size of for one person. But maybe if you had, like, a wider one that's, like, it's built for two but it fits in the pickup truck bed um maybe truck bed's big enough and but then again it's taller it's it's not the flat lid mm-hmm. it's got like the pop-up tent fabric thing so then yeah it's probably big enough in that so, sense so you could fit like maybe two people in there 
closely. You could fit like six little people in there. You could I, mean, I don't see two two little people. I don't know, man. Combination. I don't see families of four fitting in in it. No, no. You it, it, that only... your family. You could have a, a a larger unit for an entire family and just drag that behind the truck, and you call it an RV. Look, we're sponsors. Who's sponsoring this? <laughs> There's been a lot of problematic sponsored uh, <laughs> topics tonight. I don't know. I think it would have to be like for tech nerds, like some nerdy Elon Musk Radio type show. person, the it type was... of person who will wear like AR glasses in public and not be ashamed. Like somebody who's okay looking foolish with new tech that people aren't used to. Who's the lady from Tiger King that killed her husband? Uh, Carol fucking Baskin. Car- Carol Baskin. Yeah. That the perfect spokesperson for this product. Put somebody Joe Rogan, maybe. Take him to the woods. Joe, Joe Rogan. Rogan y'all yeah. He hunts. He hunts. He likes tech shit. He likes Elon Musk. He owns a Tesla, I think. Maybe some one of the hunting guys who goes on his show. I don't know all their names. Get, uh, get Mike Tyson because you know he's a boxer oh. and it's a box. Uh? Oh, that's weird. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, what's what's the name of this thing? I just called it Chess Freezer Camping. I didn't come up with a good name. I would just call it the box. Camping the, box. The box presented by Mike Tyson. Uh, <laughs> get ready for this. you be knocked out. So the reason you'd want it, you don't want to have to set up your tent. It's heating, heated or air conditioned. It's more resistant to rain and wind and whatnot. So it's, it's meant for comfort for lazy campers, but who don't want to do the full cost of how an about, RV. How about cage, camping, and great environment? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, any shows or... Um, podcasts or things you want to plug next week i'm in cadillac michigan at a venue called the truck stop (laughs) and then the the following weekend i'm actually i'm in youngstown ohio at club 31 with chris Catan on friday and saturday night that'd be the february 24th and 25th so yeah i will be at dr grand's open mic uh the headliner that for that day is ian laura he's pretty cool guy so that's gonna start at eight o'clock on february 16th and then february 18th i'll be at the vfw post 3195 i'll be featuring at 8 30 in norton shores uh, i'm featuring on the 23rd and the 24th uh the 23rd i'm at journeyman distillery in three oaks and the 24th, I'm at Rupert's Up and Under in Kalamazoo. It's about a 90-second walk or so from my apartment. So that's pretty sick. Uh, and then, uh, otherwise, outside of that, uh, I've, I've, I've sort of got a podcast I've started. haven't actually released the first episode yet. Uh, but it's Dead Dog Cinema, talking about people's uh, favorite movie with a dog in it and categorizing whether or not the dog dies at the end. Okay. I'm doing Mead Me at Valhalla on Thursday, March 9th. I have a Twitch channel that I'm trying to promote called Gaming McFitness, where I exercise using video game controllers built into fitness machines. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and give a review or rating on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you got it.
I have a website, creativitywasted.com, and I also started a Patreon. So if you love the show, consider donating to Patreon. Thanks for listening. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.